0: What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you love a Reddit story, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell too. We usually have two videos per day. Plenty to get involved with. Over a thousand videos on the channel. Let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And before we get into today's story, I just wanna give a pre-warning that it does mention a car accident. So my sister is a widow with three kids, 10, 12, and Adam 15. My brother-in-law passed away in a car accident three years ago with Adam, and Adam became disabled. My sister used to stay at home and receive benefits, but recently started looking for a job. We as a family had no idea. We always tell her to come to us if she needed help, but she's been distant lately. Last week she visited my parents to make an announcement. Everyone was there when she announced that she arranged for Adam to go live in a nursing home. This was a shock, my heart sunk. I can't even imagine how Adam must have felt to suddenly find himself away from home and his family. His sisters were crying, begging their mum to let Adam stay and they'll take care of him. My dad lost it on her. He berated her for treating Adam as if he has no attachments to his home, siblings and grandparents and weekly visits with family because of his disability. He started crying, saying she took all that away from us and made a selfish decision and ripped their grandson away from his family just for a job. Mum and brother disagreed, saying, What she did was inevitable, and she's already given Adam enough, and she had the right to do what she did, since she has other kids to look after, and her position as a single mum was hard enough. I had an argument with my sister, she refused to let me speak, saying, It's her son, and she decides. I called her cruel and heartless to her face for uprooting her child like that, taking him away from home and sisters when he's already dealing with so much. She lashed out saying I don't get to judge her when she's feeling stuck and overwhelmed having to care for Adam while trying to raise her other kids and work. I said she could have come to us for help, but she told me off saying she's already given Adam three years of care, time and money and couldn't do it anymore. She added that she can't miss this job opportunity and nursing home was better for Adam's needs and the family can visit him anytime they want. But as a mother, how can you say I gave enough and stop caring for your child all of a sudden? My husband said, let's do something, get fund or something because no matter how my sister tries to convince us that Adam is healthier and happier there, she basically abandoned him and took him away from his family. My sister told me to back off since I have it easy with my perfect kids. My dad kicked her out after she accused me of being judgmental and turning the family against her. Info, this is very important. One, Adam's disability level is severe. He requires around the clock care. Two, my family helped my sister in several ways like paying for equipment. Besides the benefits she receives, we also help look after the kids by either visiting or having them over and my daughter visits to help with the chores, homework or other stuff. Three, my sister's decision to work was out of the blue. Money wasn't her biggest struggle as much as she complained about being tired. The Best Peter says, you're the asshole, she's a widow dealing with a disabled kid as best as she can. Mind your own fucking business beyond supporting her decisions as a parent. It's weird that your dad kicked her out instead of you. Plays with Dolls still says, info, did any of you offer to take Adam in? Or are you just demanding she keep him in her home and you're going to help by showing up now and then? Anonymous says you're the arsehole unless you're willing to take care of your nephew's care 24-7. You don't get to judge her parenting. If you're so concerned about him moving to a nursing home, why don't you have him come live with you? Paper when wet says you're the arsehole. She's a widow caring for three kids. A nursing home is not abandonment. It's support for a woman who needs to provide for herself and two other children. And instead of offering to help her, you just yell and kick her out and abandon her. Can you not see how unreasonable you guys are being? Do you have any idea what it's like to need to care for a disabled person 24/7, raise two other children and have a job and all that comes with being an adult? No, a nursing home is not great and I would want her to try and find other resources, but it's her kid, her life that is being torn in a thousand different ways by needing to find a job, support her kids, take care of a disabled child and try and just flat out survive without having a mental breakdown. She is limping along as best she can, and when she tries to find a solution, and it's not the greatest, most perfect when you guys attack her, instead of creating a better plan with her that still acknowledges how much this is requiring of her. Her wanting to put her kid in a nursing home was her saying she can't do this all on her own. Your response should have been, you don't have to. Let's talk about other strategies where we can help out and make sure you have the support you need. Instead, her family called her an asshole and abandoned her. And one more from Academic Chemical 476 says, you're the asshole. You keep mentioning the child and how your sister should be doing more. What about your sister's health? Is she struggling physically from helping her son? Struggling mentally from, oh, I don't know, navigating the health system, being widowed, raising children, trying to have any sort of self outside of being a caregiver, work, and maybe she wants to eat food and sleep occasionally too. And now she has to deal with her family's crappy attitude about the whole thing. It sounds like she was at a breaking point. You should be praising her for knowing her limits and doing what is best for all four of them by acting on those limits. Bloody hell, what a hard position to be in. And it just breaks my heart that, you know, that she feels that she has to send Adam to go live in a nursing home because she's not coping herself and needs some kind of support. And the people that could be supporting her her family choose to put her down instead of helping it's oh my word that's an incredibly and I sat there at the start of this when I when I read this story I sat there afterwards thinking you know I can't really comment on this one because I can't imagine being in that position being like the 24-7 round-the-clock caregiver widowed dealing with two other children as well worrying about money issues home issues all this kind of thing and whilst not quite the same, it brought back memories of my dad and looking after him. And the level of care, like, for my father, I don't think it was, it was quite as extreme as, as this story is saying. And we had a lot of family supporting us as well. It wasn't just me, it was like my brothers and my niece and lots of people. So this person tackling it all by themselves, it, it breaks my heart. And it's mentally draining more than anything as well obviously seeing seeing my dad in that position and knowing his illness and and what he's going through thinking about what he's going through as well thinking about what he might be thinking and how he might be suffering and if sister in this is is anything like that oh man it breaks my heart honestly and then on top of it getting no support from your family as well holy shit I, i i don't even know what to say so we're gonna move on to the next story and our next story comes from Hills and Valleys 355. Am I the arsehole for kicking my husband out of the delivery room after he started crying? My husband Kevin, male 31, and I, female 27, welcomed our first baby a week ago. Kevin is the type of person that gets stressed out easily and reacts to events negatively. We've had conversations about his ability to handle being in the delivery room. I said if he couldn't be there, it was fine. See how he reacts under pressure and can have mum there instead. He said he could 100% handle anything and promised to be supportive and positive. I went into labour alone. He met me at the hospital and when he entered the room, he looked so stressed out and overwhelmed already. He started moving around periodically, completely ignoring me. He got more visibly stressed when my pain got intense. He took my hand when I started having contractions and kept clutching it, almost stopping blood circulation. My entire arm went numb. I felt strained and although I was in intense pain, I saw his face. It was so red and there was a visible vein in his forehead that looked like it was about to blow up. It was not helpful at all. In fact, it was frustrating and affected my emotions negatively. But still, I was willing to suck it up. Then suddenly he started crying, like literally sobbing really loud. This sent me into full panic mood. I found myself screaming, telling him to stop several times. And as a result, he literally yelled back in my ear. The nurse got involved. I told her to get him out of here. He tried to argue with me but wasn't given a chance and was pressured to leave the room. I didn't see him afterwards after our daughter was born. And while I was resting, he didn't show up. His mum kept calling to see where he was. She stayed with me and I haven't seen him till the day I was discharged. We had a big fight at home. He kept lashing out when I said how bad it was for him to ghost me when I needed him. He said I shouldn't expect him to stick around after cruelly and selfishly kicked him out of the room and robbed him of an opportunity to see our daughter's first breaths. I explained he was causing me to panic with how he was crying but he accused me of making of excuses and I was purely at fault for kicking him out and getting the staff to gang up on him no matter how hard I try to spin it. He said as a dad, he should have liberty to be in the room no matter how he behaves and whether I like it or not. I got tired of arguing. I told him to stop and he said he will but will never forget what I've cost him that day when he walked out. I was so mad and took time to cool off. When I unpacked my bag, I found a small box that contained a necklace with our daughter's name. I felt awful knowing Kevin left it for me to wear at the hospital, but the argument happened and he spent the entire time in the car in the hospital's parking lot. Now this is going to be a not the arsehole from me straight away. The priority in that situation is yours and the baby's health. You're the one that's going through this in that particular moment. You need to be calm as possible and be able to listen to the midwife's instructions to get you through labour. Being able to breathe calmly and push when asked to and all that kind of thing without someone screaming in your ear. (laughs) I mean come on now. And whilst I have the tiniest bit of empathy towards him that he missed this moment that he really wanted to be there for, I'm afraid it was on him and i hate to use the word fault because obviously he was just panicking in that particular moment but it wasn't helpful either him panicking and then you panicking isn't going isn't a great mix is it really and his reaction after wasn't great either he should have came in and said look i had a moment i'm sorry let's get back on track where's the baby at Simple as to me anyway. But Stoke King says, not the asshole and quotes, he said, as a dad, he should have the liberty to be in the room no matter what, no matter how he behaves and whether I like it or not. And then says, I laughed at this because it's so wrong and entitled. Forgive me for laughing, it's not funny, but wow, this is balls to the wall, delusional, double wow. Not only did you not need him, he was upsetting you. This is the opposite of fulfilling your needs. In the end, who is in the delivery room is up to you. I imagine this is usually based on who you think will be the most helpful and or supportive. He was neither, quite the opposite. He needs to give his head a good shake. His role was one of support and he failed on every level. Good for you for putting your foot down and to the staff who did the right thing. And quotes again saying he kept lashing out when I said how bad it was for him to ghost me when I needed him. Then said it was bad. Some would say borderline unforgivable, and then to come back and double down with this untimely and even more inappropriate tantrum. I can't even. Greek American Dom says not the asshole. Kevin needs therapy ASAP. He is right to be angry, but his anger is misdirected. It should be aimed at himself because he failed big time. If he can't admit this and apologize to you, I don't see how the two of you can remain married. MDSM Bell says not the asshole at all. You're the one in labor. Your comfort and safety are paramount. If his behavior is causing you to panic, you bounce him because that's not good for the baby either. Look, my dad passed out in the delivery room. I was a mum slash baby candy striper for a number of years in HS. Some men just can't handle being in the room while their wife is in pain. There is no judgment on that, everyone is different. His behavior after the birth is what's concerning. You rightfully tossed him out at that moment and then he takes off to the point where his own mother doesn't know where he is. Ah, hell no. That is not okay. Raya85 says midwives have seen everything, all kinds of stress reactions. If it's enough he was screaming in your ear and the nurse had to de-escalate by removing him, then that's on him. His behavior must have been really unacceptable for them to call it out. For him to run off home and not to stay around for the inevitable end of labor is also on him. Don't let this man gaslight you into thinking you overreacted. You didn't. What kind of person argues with you in labor? Is he insane? And one more from Shady who says, the fact that the husband keeps making it about himself and blaming OP when he was the one who ruined the birth of the child is honestly shocking. OP, he first hurt your hand, then screamed at you during an already stressful process, and now he's sulking and blaming you all because he couldn't behave himself. He also said, as a father, he gets to stay in the room no matter how he behaves. He's clearly aware of how terribly he acted and is not remorseful in the least. Please consider whether this is someone you want to stay with. I wish you the best and hope you do what makes you happy. Now, let me know what you guys think about this one and we'll move on to another story. and our next story comes from 143 ben and holly is that from ben and holly's little kingdom am i the arsehole for calling my sister-in-law a hypocrite after she criticized my wife's choice to bottle feed our baby hello reddit my wife gave birth to our first child july of this year she tried to breastfeed our son but couldn't handle the pain she also suffered from postpartum depression so i suggested we try formula our baby has grown healthy and happy and my wife started to feel good again She still feels down sometimes, but her medication has helped her a lot. My brother and his family visited us last week. They gave us gifts for the baby and asked how things are going for us. We just chatted in the living room when our baby started crying. My wife hurried to the kitchen to prepare our son's bottle when sister-in-law followed her. She said something along the lines of, are you sure you want to feed your baby cow's milk? My wife said yes and explained that she tried breastfeeding, but it was too painful for her. Sister-in-law then went on to say, when she had her firstborn, she never complained of pain and that her great love for a child helped her overcome everything. I told her everyone's experience is unique, but she continued to say we're depriving our child the best nutrients because we're feeding him cow's milk. This time my wife already went to the nursery to feed our baby. My sister-in-law said she can't believe how some mums are so selfish by choosing to bottle feed to not destroy their figure. My wife is slim, even after giving birth. I told her that is not the reason we chose to bottle feed. She stopped making comments because her daughter started to get fussy. She pulled a snack from her diaper bag and what do you know, she handed her daughter Cheetos. I wanted to say something, but I stopped myself because I thought it's uncalled for. We continued talking for a few minutes when my wife joined us holding our son to help him burp. Sister-in-law went on to say, oh, you poor thing. Did Mummy give you cow's milk? hope you don't end up malnourished. My wife didn't say anything, but I could see from her expression that she was hurt. I told my sister-in-law, can you stop being a hypocrite and give your daughter a healthier snack? My brother got pissed that I called his wife a hypocrite. We got into a verbal altercation, which ended in me kicking them out. Our parents are now angry at both of us for acting like teenagers. They want us to apologize to each other, but I refused. I said only if sister-in-law apologized to my wife first. Am I the arsehole? Edit for clarification. We use Kirkland Signature Pro Care. It is baby formula. My sister calls it cow's milk. I don't know, maybe to make it sound awful. And there you go, at the very end, there it confirms you know, you're using formula, because I was concerned halfway through. You're using formula which is not cow's milk, it's specially designed for babies. But Chicago beauty says, not the arsehole, your sister-in-law is straight stupid for multiple reasons because it isn't cow's milk. It is baby formula that is specially made for babies and not everyone can breastfeed. Fed is best. Your wife was attentive to your baby's needs, bonded with him while feeding him in a quiet room and then burped him. Sounds like a loving mother regardless of bottle versus breast. I would have said something too. It's good to defend your wife, especially against someone who won't stop saying ignorant things. Pangolin Signal says not the asshole she had no business picking at a new mum like that also and quote my sister in law said she can't believe how some mums are so selfish by choosing to bottle feed to not destroy their figure what breastfeeding is the way to go for weight loss it burns an insane amount of calories that's where i lost the rest of my postpartum weight i can't see how bottle feeding would be the thing to preserve one's figure ambitious says i'm assuming you mean formula and not cow's milk formula and cow's milk is not the same thing not the arsehole. As long as baby is fed, sister-in-law needs to mind her business. Assuming you mean formula. Jalio says, don't let people grill your head. Breastfed is best. A fed baby is best. And one more from Kixian who says, not the asshole. Sounds like a case that can dish it out but can't take it. I get where your parents are coming from, but with full context, you are standing up for your family against what sounds like a bully. You do what you have to for your family but don't let a mountain form from a molehill either. This sounds like something you can and should be able to move past. Now, what are your thoughts on this story? I remember we had a very, very similar one a couple of weeks back. Let me know your thoughts in the comments and we will move on to the next one. And our next story is from Obligation Harry 5666 Am I the asshole for kicking my stepson out to his mother's? My first husband died when my biological son, 14 male, Chris was seven. I kept a box of precious mementos, including his class ring, that I gave to Chris. It means a lot to him, and he always wears it on a necklace, only taking it off at night to sleep. I eventually remarried when Chris was 10 to his stepdad, Martin, and he gained a brother, Torin, 16 male. Martin has joint custody with his ex, but Torin spent more time with us after the marriage. Now, me and Torin don't have the best relationship. Try as I might, he's never taken to me, and he's never really liked me, and he's told me to my face that I can't replace his mum, and sometimes he's rude to me. Things aren't that great between him and Chris either, as they're always arguing, and Torin likes to pick on Chris. There's also been a few times Torin was supposed to make sure Chris got home from football practice, but instead forgot and left Chris stranded without telling anyone and he's been forced to walk home a few times because of it luckily we don't live too far from the school but it's still almost an hour and a half walk a lot of times martin lets things slide and tells me it's just normal brother's thing all that Torin is still getting used to me and i usually leave it alone until recently in the last week chris lost his dad's ring we looked for it everywhere and couldn't find it chris has been in literal tears since he lost it Today after school, Torin and his boyfriend were hanging out outside, and it was getting late, so I went outside to tell him it was time for his boyfriend to go home. Torin looked shocked when I came outside, and I immediately noticed why. Torin's boyfriend was wearing my late husband's ring. Torin has apparently stolen it and given it to his boyfriend. When I confronted them, his boyfriend didn't even know it wasn't Torin's, and Torin had told him it was his dad's. Pissed, I couldn't deal with this any longer. And since his dad wasn't home to deal with him, Martin's away on a business trip. I told him to pack his things and I dropped him off at his mum's house. His dad called an hour ago, so when I was being too hard on him, and his mum thinks I'm overstepping and doing more than necessary, am I the asshole? Now it's a simple story of he stole your property and do you want a thief around your house at this moment in time when you're there by yourself and his dad's there not to deal with him not to mention the fact and mother seem to enable his behavior and just say oh yeah you know, it's just it's just what he does kind of thing and if you was to go to the police you know the next line that'd be coming out of their mouth you can't do that because they're family hell no we've learned enough that you stamp down on this stuff straight away husband is the arsehole for enabling this behavior you're definitely not the arsehole but throwaway says not the arsehole i don't think this is an overreaction at all his almost adult son has told you that he doesn't look at you as a stepmother or an authority figure you took him to someone who he does see that way please tell me you got the ring back still biscotti says not the arsehole he stole your son's ring knowing it was important and gave it away to someone else here's the arsehole you didn't abuse him but sent him to his mother's place it's not a harsh punishment at all to remove him so he doesn't bully your son you have a right to hold him accountable as his guardian of the moment if you're not his guardian then you are also right to send him to his mum. You have more problems than his stealing and bullying if your husband doesn't think anything wrong happened or that there shouldn't be any serious consequences for disrespecting his stepbrother. He doesn't respect or care about your son. Zilly Guy says absolutely not the arsehole, but your husband is the arsehole for not stepping up and letting it get to this point. Your son should be just as much his now and him having to walk an hour and a half because the stepson forgot, unacceptable. Should have had a very serious talk with him about responsibility then. Now he's stealing from his brother, prized possessions no less, causing him great distress and thinks it's okay to give them away. A line's been crossed and right now your son needs you to be his advocate because who knows what else he's been putting up with from him. Especially at school, away from supervision. Even if it means pushing back against your husband. Really feel for the kid. Edit, both his mum and dad think you're overreacting after he desecrated your ex-husband's belongings. Shows exactly where he's getting it from. Wouldn't move an inch on this until there's an apology and some serious changes. Otherwise, you've got bigger problems looming. Raptor girl says not the asshole. More info would be ideal. How did you respond? Did you explain to him why it was wrong? But overall, stealing your husband's ring that your son cares for and giving it to a boyfriend is crossing so many lines. Dropping him off at his mum's house is not an overreaction. Not the asshole. OP replies, not gonna lie, it was a very angry response and he knows how much that ring means to Chris. And one more from Blackstar Blues who says, I would have put my foot down when Torin forgot Chris, letting him walk home for one and a half hours. You and Martin have different ideas on acceptable behavior and Chris is the one suffering for it. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to another one. And we had a lovely one of our members who wants to ask their own, am I the arsehole? So this one comes from bcannon2000 asking, am I the arsehole for calling OSHA, which is Occupational Safety and Health Administration, just in case, (laughs) on a non-profit organization. I know how the title sounds and I'm sure I am the arsehole, but it is all said and done and I want a third-party perspective as I've torn myself apart for the past two years now. I at the time, 19 male, was a service missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, Mormon. Why I mention that is because this isn't how 99.9% of our church acts, so don't presume please. Onto the story. In August 2019, I and two other missionaries were moved to open a new service area at a Salvation Army that had majors in charge and served from 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. We would do this Monday to Friday as a donation of our time. After a month, the two other missionaries left their missions about the end of October. The entire place was a disorganized train wreck, water dripping down from the ceilings onto piles of clothes and toys the size of eight full rooms in total. The basement was in 10 times worse condition. It was the same size as the store, but boxes everywhere. 50% or more of the space was full of hastily stacked boxes towering up to about 11 feet tall, and I got lost a few times because of the maze. They blocked access to the power box, emergency water shutoff and the flammable fuel box. The boxes were stacked in a way that they fell a lot. I ignored it for three months before I saw the electricity powering the entire basement was a single extension cord attached to a power squid to a power strip dangling from the ceiling. That's when everything about the danger clicked. And here's a little picture of that. So early December, I had the worst night terror I ever had. The place burning down and had to watch everyone I loved work there slowly burn to death and cry out, why didn't you do anything? They often joked that if the fire department came, they would shut down along with that. My rapidly declining mental health to do the isolation and dream scared me so much that I called OSHA shortly after. I again tried to contact my mission leader, but I got nothing. I being desperate for any interaction, contacted my old assistant and the new zone leader at my old area when I was in charge there and vented about how I was mad at my mission leader and how he hates me and completely abandoned me and the other two missionaries there. This got back to him and after I called at the end of December after trying to contact him for three months now, he answered and said we should meet. He said, we need to talk and I can show him what the things I was so concerned about was. We met and he said how I was acting was a cancer on the mission. He wouldn't put anyone with me for how I was acting. He chewed me out until I cried in public. Once we got there, he dismissed my concerns and kept making remarks about how dumb my concerns are. OHSA came to investigate and they said they need to fix the problem within a month or they can be shut down. They finally said they had a six month plan of how to get the place into shape that was in place before this happened they somehow found out it was me and kicked me out where my mission leader called me and said it was my fault. So Reddit, help me understand why I am the butthole so I can get any closure. And a couple of pictures was supplied as well. So I'll show them again right now as we're talking, but, and I'm afraid we have no extra comments on this one because it was sent to me personally as well. And there's, I can't, there's no way you're going to be the asshole to me for calling OHSA in this. And I can only base this on my experience. I've worked in warehouse environments in the past and and procedures and keeping things tidy and stacking boxes in a certain way are there to keep people safe, to stop things catching fire, to stop things falling on you, all this kind of stuff. And whilst I've been in places, it felt to me anyway, like the health and safety was just like way overboard. There was one procedure where I was in a warehouse environment and sometimes you had to walk through the office and everyone had like um, a clipboard and... Once or twice a month, they had to stop someone and say they're observing them. They chuck a star on the floor, they stand in a star, and then they say, I'm observing you. And then they write on their little thing that you're following a procedure. So I remember once I was going up the stairs and someone said, I'm observing you. So you have to hold onto the handrail and walk up the stairs, holding onto the handrail. Yeah, holding onto the handrail is a smart thing to do, but do I really need to be observed for this? You know, <laughs> it's like one of those things. So whilst I do believe sometimes health and safety is, can be absolutely crazy, I know it's there for a purpose. But in this particular scenario, looking at these pictures, bloody hell, any place that I've been where I've had health and safety come in and inspect, that place would have been shut down immediately, immediately. That cable looks, well, the cable is dodgy as hell the way it is, a fire hazard in itself. You've already stated, you know, there's water dripping down from the ceiling, (laughs) really. And if something did happen one day and someone was hurt, you, as you said in this story, you'd have felt that was on your conscience. You did the right thing here and respect you for doing it. And it's a not the asshole from me. Thank you for sharing your story with us at B Cannon. Really means the world. And for the added pictures as well. But what do you guys think of B Cannon's story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and your verdicts on all of today's stories as well. They mean the absolute world to the channel and you guys just being involved. As always, there's a playlist on the screen right now as we speak with more MI the Arsenal stories, over 600 videos there to get involved with, and there's various other playlists as well which you can get involved with in as well. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Peace. Y'all keep looking for that new way. New way. I think I like it how it is. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.